Hello, listeners. Good morning and welcome, Italy. Yay. I have been looking for Italy to join this podcast since it started. And we are coming up on two years in February, um, which is going to be amazing. But Italy, yay! I have so many Italian friends. And I was always saying, tell your family in Italy. So God bless you. And I'm so glad you're here for the podcast. Um, My name is Pamela Staten. I'm your host every day. This is a daily podcast. And we come here to pray and to touch base with God, to get into his grace, to get into his line of fire and to receive all of his tremendous blessings. So, so glad to have you with me. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. Amen. And good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Amen. And the 23rd Psalm, all these prayers get us jump started for the day. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me. In the presence of mine enemies, thou anointest my head with oil. Alleluia, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever. Amen. And God's way day by day. 
Psalm 121, verse 3. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. God is a faithful friend, listeners. Jesus is utterly faithful. Whatever he says he will do, he does. You can count on his promises and his commitment to you is lasting. All that Jesus is, he will always be. And his friendship never changes. Jesus will be with us for all eternity. And he has built us a heavenly home in which we live with us forever. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. And God's promises. Matthew 10, verse 40. He who receives me receives him who sent me. How do you simplify faith? How do you get rid of the clutter? How do you discover a joy worth waking up to? Well, simplify your faith by seeking God for yourself. No confusing ceremonies are necessary. No mysterious rituals are required. No elaborate channels of command or levels of access. You have a Bible. You can study. And you can have a heart. You pray. You have a mind. And you can think. You have a Bible that you can study. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. I'll be right back with more. Coming to the end of our prayers from the wilderness. Clasp your hands together. Gaze up to the heavens and pray with me. Father, as a Christian, I must represent you. My words must be kind. My heart must demonstrate compassion, and I must be an ambassador for you, ready for reconciliation. And this is not easy, but it is necessary. I know my ability to reconcile issues with others is not based on my strength, nor is it a goal I can accomplish without you. But I am confident that your word will assist me Your peace will abide with me. Your grace, Lord, will uphold me. Help me not to remind myself of past hurts that may hinder my ability to resolve conflicts with others. This is a trick of the enemy. Instead, please let me remember your word in me is much greater, more powerful, and more loving. Every wilderness experience has an ending followed by a new chapter in life. However, forgiveness and reconciliation are the keys to open the door. So Father, as you bless me with a new season, 
Help me to be a vessel of peace, a vessel of love and reconciliation. Lord, it is my desire to fulfill the plan that you have for my life. I know moving forward does not mean that weapons will not be formed against me, but in spite of what I may encounter, help me to remember the value of reconciliation, Lord. When anger attempts to sabotage my assignments from you, remind me that peace rests in my willingness to resolve issues with your spirit and your love. And Father, please, please do not allow any desire to seek revenge, enter into my heart, and provide the adversary with a victory. As I begin a new season and I leave my wilderness behind, I pray that I will be a godly and loving vessel for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. The life of the body is in its blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. Leviticus 17.11 Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First, be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gift. Matthew 5:23. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 18. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. 1 John 4. Amen. 1 John 4, verse 4. Let's continue to pray. Father, I praise you as a sovereign God who always keeps his word and who is the author of my restoration. Just as you crafted my wilderness experience, you are now creating the newness which brings me into another season of my life, a time of joy, enlarged territory, and God-directed purpose. Not only are you showing me your plans for my life, you are blessing me with the desires of my heart. Your word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. As I strive to be obedient and to keep you first, I experience joy as you fulfill my wants and my needs. Restoration is visible evidence 
that trouble does have an expiration date. Thank you, Jesus. New things will spring forth from you. All situations, both positive and negative, have an appointed time. And yes, joy does come in the morning. Lord, as you bless me to enter into this new season, I thank you for the experience of my wilderness lessons. No, I did not enjoy the circumstances, but I know that I am stronger. I possess the testimony to know what it means to wait on the Lord. I can say it is true. You provide strength. You provide encouragement. And you provide reassurance. Father, my heart is filled with the joy of believing in you, knowing you, depending on you, waiting for you, resting in you, and loving you. Learning to keep you first in my life gives me a spiritual focus. I know as I encounter situations throughout my day, you are with me. I realize moving out of my wilderness season into restoration requires a closer walk with you. Please, please do not allow me to fall into the trap of independent thinking. Help me to remember my life, my hope, and my future is still in your hands. Let me rejoice and be glad that I am not alone. I praise you for your plan for my life. I praise you for the privilege of a new season with you. I praise you that your love keeps me, your thoughts of peace and goodness toward me. And I praise you most of all for the joy of restoration. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Sure am going to miss you, Avis Marcus. Sure am going to miss you. Giving a shout out to Hildred. She'll be traveling back home today. Safe travels to you, my friend. See you on the other side, <laughs> as they say. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be back with some more prayers, God's purpose for our life, and just everything else. We're going to command our morning, you know, the things we do. And now from One Minute Inspirations, it says a model for your home. The woman of Proverbs 31 is a great model for home management. She does her husband good. She makes household items for her family. 
She shops wisely. She's very industrious. She buys land, plants crops, and invests. She keeps herself fit. This woman helps the needy. She's honorable, wise, and kind. She looks forward to the future. And her children and husband sing her praises. And no wonder. Look to this amazing woman for inspiration. With God's help, you too can accomplish much. He calls you to tend your home and serve your family. And you do that in so many ways. Are you doing the best you can? I encourage you to master new skills, express your creativity, find new ways to help others. Even if you work outside your home, you can make your home even better than a home sweet home. What an awesome privilege. Pray with me. Father, thank you for blessing me with a home and for family and friends that fill it. Help me be industrious and cheerful as I encourage and serve everyone who comes in. Amen. A faithful steward. From basic necessities to cars, from supporting causes to vacations, the way we handle money reveals a lot. God has entrusted you with money. You have food in your cupboards, decent clothes for your body and your family. You're able to buy some luxuries such as jewelry. You're able to go out to dinner. Financial responsibility is part of what God calls you to do. The issue isn't how much or how little wealth you have, but how faithful a steward you are of what he has given you. 1 John 2.15 says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. Listeners, I encourage you to do a Bible study on numerous scriptures that give wise advice on handling money and put into practice everything you learn as you live for the Lord's purposes and by his principles that's the way you find contentment pray with me father show me how you want me to spend my money open my eyes to the needs of people you want me to help I want to find the right balance between providing for my family and helping others. Amen. Let's repeat that prayer. Father, show me how you want me to spend my money. Open my eyes to the needs of people that you want me to help. I want to find the right balance between providing for my family and helping others. Amen.
a generous soul. You should have a nurturing and giving spirit. You should be generous with all your resources. Giving God and people your time is sometimes the most expensive and most appreciated gift that you can bestow. Generosity also includes little touches and activities that you can do to brighten someone's day, such as sending a quick note, making a cheery phone call, weeding someone's flower bed, and delivering a bouquet of wildflowers. I remember clearly the day I assessed my spiritual life and decided I needed help in this area. So I prayed and prayed and continue to do so. Every day I ask God to open my eyes and my heart and to bring to my knowledge the needs of others. I consider it fine tuning my heart to God's word, to God's ways and God's grace. With his help, I can meet the needs of others and reach out with his love. Listeners, let's definitely make that one of our goals. Pray with me. Father, show me the big and the little ways that I can share my resources, including my time. Help me think of others before myself when I have free time and some spending money. Amen. And that brings us to God's purpose for your life. Another book that's coming to an end. (laughs) When you truly understand that your loving Heavenly Father is in complete control, your life and perspective will change forever, listeners. Because God is sovereign, you will have assurance that He will work out every circumstance in your life for good, no matter what happens. It may be painful, confusing, or seemingly impossible, but the Lord can and will use that situation to achieve his divine purposes for you. Listen carefully. The Lord is omniscient. He can answer your most trying questions. He is omnipotent. He's strong enough to overcome your biggest obstacles. He is omnipresent, which means wherever you may go, he will be there with you. And you have the assurance that nothing can touch you apart from his permissive will. Therefore, when something happens that is difficult or unexplainable, you can know that the Lord has allowed it for a purpose that will ultimately edify and benefit you. Ooh, that's tough, Bill. 
So listeners, step boldly into the future because you know that God will protect and guide your steps as you go. You know this. God will protect and guide your steps as you go. So regardless of what pain, what trial, what tragedy comes your way, it's very, very important to rejoice that your Father will be there to work it out for your good. We're growing, listeners. We're growing. We are. Pray with me. Jesus, how great you are for working out all things for me. Amen. And thank you, Jesus, for my heavenly home. Help me to serve you with heaven in view. And heaven is more than just an everlasting dwelling place. It comes with extraordinary hope. First and foremost, we will have the joy of being with God and our believing loved ones for all eternity. There will be no evil, no darkness, no tears, no pain, and no more death or loss in heaven. And that's Revelation 21 verse 4. Finally, all that you've done in faithful service to Christ and others will be rewarded. Alleluia. Hebrews 6.10 says, For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown toward his name in having ministered to all the saints. This is all cause for praise, listeners. But understand that ultimately, what you're really working for when you serve the Lord is to serve the Lord. God's plan for you is not just building a kingdom here on earth, but getting you and others ready for the heavenly one that is indeed to come. So again, thank you for my heavenly home, Lord, and help me to serve you with heaven in view. Amen. Woo! Listeners, countrymen, Oh, Loris and Italy. <laughs> we are all here together. We are all receiving God's grace and blessings. Come back tomorrow, please. Pray with me. I look forward to it. Bye for now.